0: and everyone kp here and i have two very special guests you guys want to introduce yourselves
1: hi i'm kennedy edwards i am a cinematic arts and theater major with an acting concentration and a minor in mass Comm, and i am the vice president-elect of the senate
2: my name's amber and i'm the sga president-elect uh, my major is professional management with a concentration in innovation and entrepreneurship and i am a
0: sophomore here at una yeah yeah so um first of all guys like congratulations kennedy can't hear that but they're clapping for you Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, do you hear it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah mm-hmm. congratulations. I, I very heavily campaigned for Kennedy and Amber. If anyone follows me on Instagram, like every single post on my story was vote Kennedy and Amber, vote Kennedy and Amber, vote Kennedy and Amber. Very true. I can <laughs> yes,
1: we can confirm. Yes.
0: Um, sure. Yeah, so um, I, I'm very thrilled for you guys. I'm, I'm really excited. So Kennedy and Amber are basically going to talk about their personal journeys with SGA and UNA and just what the future holds. So just starting from the beginning, why are you guys here?
1: Well, um, I was looking to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I um, came to UNA for a theater competition about, I guess, four years ago now, and um, at first I actually didn't like it, but the further, the more time I spent on campus, more time I was like, you know, I'm actually gonna like this school. And since it was a theater competition, I got to be exposed to the theater program we have here, and I really liked it, so when the time came around for me to apply to colleges, I decided to tour UNA, and I applied, and I got in, and then I got a lot of scholarships, and um, that's why I'm here, so.
2: All right, <laughs> so, I was like, I don't know what that is, but, um, kind of my journey with una is i went on a bunch of different college tours and i think when you go on those college tours it's kind of like a thing where you go to one place and you're like, that's it. And then you go to the next place and you're like, no, 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 that one's it, (laughs) you know? And so that kind of happened like back and forth when I was looking for colleges. Um, And UNA was a little bit on the back burner. I was gonna go to Tennessee Tech, but I came to like a realization that like maybe for business, that wasn't the most like appropriate thing in the world because Tennessee Tech is more engineering, stuff along those lines. And so when I was touring for colleges, I said, okay, let's, let's check back with UNA because I actually toured here as a sophomore in high school. And so I came back to tour as a senior and I really got to see the business side of it. And I was like, okay, well, that's probably where I want to go for business because it just seems like they have more programs available for business. And I was really interested kind of from the start in SGA because they show you the chambers on your like Lagrange tour. And so I was really interested in that. Um, and that's kind of why I chose UNA was for the business aspects and all the programs that had available.
0: Yeah, and I really admire you guys because you guys are, like, almost opposites, like, especially, like, in your degrees. Well, I say mainly in your degrees. Like, you guys have very similar, like, personalities and stuff. But, like, as far as, like, degrees go, like, because, I mean, you're a theater major, which is, like, considered a very, like, non-traditional degree. And then you're interested in business with it, which is honestly, like, more traditional and stuff. I I just think that's very interesting. So with you guys both having very different majors and um, interests, What is your personal story with SGA, like, joining it, um, starting with freshman. You both started with Freshman Forum, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So I would say, um,
1: well, before I even, like, committed to UNA, I kind of knew I wanted to be really involved. Did I really know, like, what I was going to do? No, but I did know I wanted to go to a school where I could be in leadership positions because I just am that. That's just the type of person I am. I just like having stuff to do, and then... When I got to college, I kind of realized that's a really good way to make friends because um, unlike in high school, and cl- like you're in classes with these people for like six hours a day in high school and you're kind of forced to make friends with them. But in college, it's really like you can go to class and you can just like leave. like You're not forced to hang out with the people that you have class with. Um, so I was like kind of lonely <laughs> my freshman, like my first year at UNA. And plus COVID was still kind of in effect this year. So like a lot of the events that have been happening this year hasn't didn't happened my freshman year. So I was like, you know what? Let me apply for a freshman forum. I don't know if I'll get in, but we'll see. It could be a um, opportunity for me. And then I applied and I got in. And at first, um, I really liked it and I connected a lot of individuals in there. And at first, like Amber and I weren't like super like close, at least that first semester. And then the next semester during Fresh Inform, which is kind of when we got more into the seriousness of Fresh Inform because the first semester was kind of just like learning about what Fresh Inform was and like how um, we could like present bills, make events, all that fun stuff. And Amber reached out to me about the people who would come to campus and um how do I phrase this? She reached out to me about some folks that came to campus and I we were both very passionate about this and I um, we kind of partnered up on that, and then one day she kind of just asked me she wanted to go to, if I wanted to go to bingo with her, and I said yes. And then it, since then we've kind of been besties. I would say, <laughs> yeah, that's the beginning of Amber's and I relationships. More, so yeah.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I I kind of saw you um shaking your head. So let's what do you, what do you have to say, Amber?
2: I, I'm gonna say this. We can we can get inspired, but I don't know if we should say the thing about the religious people, but it's fine. Well,
1: um, we try to keep it.
2: We could just cut it out for the bingo part. Anyways, (laughs) um, (coughs) so SGA, I was really, so, okay. When I got in my freshman year, I had, like, a few friends, and I knew that I also wanted to be involved on campus, but I wasn't sure how. I was really, like, debating even applying for a freshman forum, but I ended up applying. I think the deadline was, like, 1159, and I probably applied at, like, 1150 on the deadline, so... It was a last-minute decision for sure, which I'm glad I made, like, in retrospect. I got into Freshman Forum, and then I interviewed for Student Welfare Chairwoman, and I got it. Now, I'm not going to lie. I ran unopposed, but I did get it. (laughs) And they did say that they were impressed with my interview. So I felt good in that aspect. Um, Yeah, Kennedy and I, we didn't really know each other. We didn't sit by each other. We didn't really talk to each other, like, the first semester at all. And then I kind of just, like, invited her out to bingo after our award ceremony, I think. Yeah. Um, and Kennedy was like, yeah. And then we just kind of became like friends from there. We started hanging out. And so that's kinda how Kennedy and I met. Um I was a little intimidated as a freshman, but I was also a really passionate like senator. I came to a lot of or I guess freshman form delegate, I should say. <laughs> but I came to like all the Senate meetings and stuff like that. And it was just really cool to see how they operated. So I was really questioning, um going into student government association, I think I was a little discouraged because I also tried to be an RA at the time and I got denied as an RA. And so that whole rejection thing, I was just like, should I even like be involved on campus? Should I do it or not? And also I had had an experience as a freshman and there was an individual who told me, they were like, you know, you can like voice your opinion during Senate meetings, but like it won't be held to the standard of a senators. And that kind of just like, I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong right way Like as a freshman. I was like, do I even like want to be involved with someone who thinks that, who might think that my opinion's like less than theirs? So why I ended up changing my mind is our freshman forum advisor, I'm not gonna say her name because I don't know if she wants me to, yeah. but she knows who she is if she's listening. Um, she sent us all like personalized letters and she was like, during your interview, you said talent was universal, but opportunity is not. It's one of my favorite quotes. And she said, I think you should listen to your advice. And so I was like, she's probably right, and so I emailed the SGA president, and I was like, can I be appointed to one of the senator positions, and he said yes, and so I got appointed in the Student Government Association, and the chair of my committee left, and then I ended up becoming the chair of that committee, so that's kind of my... SGA story.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Kennedy, yeah, you mentioned a little bit about Freshman Forum, yeah, but mission. you were the yeah. diversity and inclusion advocate, right?
2: Yeah. So
1: basically, um before I was diversity and inclusion advocate, I um so basically in backtracking, so like, the Second semester freshman Forum, you kind of choose which route you want to go, whether into Senate or into UPC, back when UPC was kind of like a part of Senate. And I was really, at first I was more interested, interested in UPC, but then Senate really spoke to me, because so I went to more meetings, and I was like, you know what, I feel like these people can really, like, create change on campus, and that's what I want to do. So I went through the Senate route, and I just applied, this was before senators um, ran for their positions, so I just submitted an application, I applied, and I got in, and then... um. I do, um, so at the awards banquet for the last Senate, We they were talking about the new positions like diversity and inclusion advocate and um, historian and all that. And I was like, I think I would be very good at that, um, being involved with the international students as I just had gotten my navigator position around this time. So I emailed Jake and we had a couple of interview process and then he appointed me to be the DIA.
0: Awesome, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, you guys... Had been in SGA for for you know almost two years, and um, then you announced that you're running for president and vice president. So do do you guys want to talk a little bit about that journey? Yeah. Yeah, Amber, Amber, I'll start. <laughs> um,
2: so, yeah. It wasn't, like, an overnight decision. I think I had known for a really long time that I either wanted to run for, like, president or vice president. And Kennedy and I had kind of, like, gone back and forth with, you know, who do we want to, like, run for president or, like, vice president or whatever. Um, and so at first I think there were some talks about, like, Kennedy, like, running for president and me running for vice, and then we just thought well, it might work out better with our schedules and like just with us personally, if like I ran for president and she ran for vice. And so that's what ended up happening, but the reason I think we ran is we, we saw some flaws in SGA, as there are in all SGAs, but we, we saw some problems that we knew needed correcting and we knew that the right people need to be in like leadership positions to actually correct the problems that were going on and being seen. I'm sure a lot of people know that there was, like, a situation that happened over the summer. I think that really prompted us a lot, and we knew that we wanted to see a change in Student Government Association, and we really knew that we could be that change and, like, make decisions on behalf of all students, and so I think that's a big reason that we decided that we wanted to run.
0: Yeah, yeah, Kennedy, do you have anything to add to that? Um, Basically
1: what Amber said, for me, it was really just, like, wanting to be the change like wanting to be the change that i want to see on campus just being that like representative for people and like i really like being an sga and i wanted to continue my sga career in this position
0: yeah yeah so um you know i was i i was kind of like i said i was kind of there with you guys like as you were you know Mm -hmm. like um campaigning Uh, again I feel like I did like half of all the campaigning Uh, I'm I'm not saying I'm the reason you guys got elected (laughs) but um so do you guys want to talk a little bit about how the campaign went and like just some things that came up during that like maybe some like fears you guys had I know Kennedy like you were like shaking I I remember because um you know Kennedy was in Little Women with me um that's a previous episode if you haven't listened to it you should go listen to it Um, and I remember it was during, like, Little Women Tech Week when, like, they were announcing the president, like, she was just, like, sitting there. We had, like, adjacent dressing rooms, and she was just, like, sitting there, like, shaking. It really was. Like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. do you guys want to talk about, like, sort of that aspect?
1: um, As well as with, like, so being in Little Women and campaigning, I was also, um, rushing a sorority at the time, so I was very consumed with UNA for, like, the past two months, And I will admit, it was, there were some hard times during our campaign. There were some, um, like, scheduling conflicts we ran into. But I think we overall did all we needed to do. And obviously the outcome ended in our favor. So, um, yeah, it was very, it was very anxiety-inducing time. Would I do it again? Ask me next year. (laughs) It's a little too soon right now, but ask me next year.
2: It was a lot. Um, I'm not going to lie. Like, so I've technically been doing like campaigning since I was in like sixth grade, like starting, you know, little sixth grade student government association and uh, various different other positions. And I can tell you that I've definitely lost a lot more than I've won, like a hundred percent. And so I was like scared going into it. And I think, I think that is a little bit where our personalities are different. Like I'm definitely more of a I would say a little bit more of a political person than Kennedy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of, like, that political person than Kennedy. <laughs> I feel like Kennedy has a lot more, like, compassion in that regard and is, like, you know. Um, so I'd say that's where we're different. But the whole process, it was difficult. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I commute to campus. And so there were some days where I'd, like, drive, like, an hour and 15 minutes here just to, like, go talk 15 minutes to an organization, you know. So, I mean, I guess that was a lot. Um it was just also a big time commitment, like, because I said, I said, I don't just want to go to organizations. Like I want to go to events. So, you know, every week we're going to talk somewhere, at least one place. Like it was usually more than one place. I think one day we went to go talk to like three or four organizations in like a day. So it was just a lot, like uh, to the point where some faculty members are like, Hey, we're like seeing you everywhere. And it's like, yeah, because we're just, (laughs) we're, we're literally going everywhere we can. Um, but I also feel like it was a lot because it, it needed to be, you know. I would say Kennedy is like relatively popular, but like obviously she's not the most popular person at U N A. And then like me, like I started off with like two hundred followers on Instagram. So the thought of like being S G A president, I'm sure there were some people who were like, "That's never gonna happen," you know. So I knew that from that aspect of our popularity, we were gonna have to like work harder to begin with because we were probably lesser known. So. It was definitely a stressful time. I'm glad the outcome was what it was, but it was definitely a lot on us.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'm I mean, I think anything like that is nerve wracking. I mean, that's something obviously I've never gone through. Yeah. I'm a little thankful for that. But yeah, and and speaking of the organizations, um a couple episodes ago we were talking with um Kiki from, you know, the Black Lioness Alliance and um she was actually talking about how you guys were like the only Um, candidates that actually sat down and talked with them and like heard out their concerns yeah so um, I I think that's I I really appreciate you guys for doing that mm -hmm. and um yeah you guys did a great job with everything
1: yeah that was one of our main like um platforms while campaigning was reaching out to those organizations that are lesser known not as seen that maybe people don't really know about that like in the past that campaign campaign Mm, like candidates can- candidates didn't go speak to because we really want it to be there for everybody and I feel like everyone just goes to, like the Greeks or like LaGrange or like the big organizations on campus and doesn't really think about the smaller ones which is where lots of the students are. So, like, if we, go to, if we go to the same types of organization, we're just going to be talking to the same types of people, if that makes sense. so
2: Yeah, I definitely <laughs> think that was one of the aspects. We wanted to go to, like, lesser-known groups and organizations just to let them know that they do have a voice. I guess that kind of goes back to my whole thing and the experience that happened with me. Like, I think everyone has a voice in student government. It does not matter if you're a freshman. It does not matter if you're a senior. Like, everybody has a voice, and, like, no one's voice should supersede over anyone else's. But, yeah, so that was something that was really important to us was going to those, like, organizations, and it was a lot of work. And it was nerve-wracking. Like, when we heard we were going to a runoff, I was like, okay, so, like, now we have a week to do what we just did in 30 days. And that was something that was really scary. And I think a lot of people will be surprised to know that we, we didn't go to any CPH sororities, like, at all. We didn't go to a single one. Mm-hmm. We just went to the lesser-known groups. Mm
0: -hmm. I I think there's really something to be said for the silent majority because, you know, obviously you can go to like, um, you know, well populated groups like the sororities and fraternities, Mm -hmm. but where you're really, really going to connect with people is in the smaller groups like the BLA or Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I can't think of anything else, but you know, like Mm -hmm. talking with actual students instead of people who are just a part of one organization. You know, because honestly, mm-hmm. the average student isn't really involved mm-hmm. in that much. The average exactly. student is going to be just someone, hey, I go to class. How are you going to make my experience easier for me?
1: Exactly. Yeah, like, especially me being, like, one of the only, like, I think I am the only CAT major in SGA, not CASE, but, like, a, like, school of the arts major. I really wanted those people to feel represented because lots of my CAT friends, besides KP, aren't, like, super involved on campus. And I wanted to make sure that they had a voice in, like, what goes on at their school because, like, they're a part of UNA just as much as anybody else. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. I think that was another thing. That's why we did tables because we, like, we knew that not everyone was going to come to an event and, like, not every but, like, everyone comes to the GUC. So that was another reason why we did that too.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing I really didn't see anyone else doing besides you guys. Um, So moving on a little bit, um, why is SGA so important to you? Like, what influence do you think SGA holds over the campus?
1: That's a great question. I think SGA is just an outlet for people who really love UNA to – like i said earlier like be the change they want to see like for me personally like without sga i don't think i would be in the position i am today like it's given me a lot more confidence it's helped me with being professional and just having like that like foundation it's actually even like made me look into like going into like a more professional like major i guess that's still like we yeah <laughs> you can cut this part out. But like, you can cut the part out. But like, I just, I don't know. I really like how SGA, how like, lots of people don't know how much power SGA actually holds. And I think that's something that should be well expressed to the students. And another reason why I think it's really important to campus.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, but I think the main thing with SGA is like you can actually make change. Like it's it's not just a you go in and you say, I can make change, but like you do. And I think that a lot of the times you are put in there with other like involved leaders on campus that really wanna make the same changes that you do. SGA definitely does have a lot of power. And at the same point in time, I think people say, Well, if you have so much power then why don't you, you know, why don't you do more? There's always a, like, why don't you do more? And I think it's, people misunderstand what realms we actually have power in. Like, for example, when we say we have a lot of power, okay, well, the number one thing we're probably talking about is, like, student allocations, so the allocations that go out to different organizations and different clubs and stuff like that, like, we control that. You probably wouldn't know that, but that is a lot of power. But, like, for other things, we might not have as much range over it, but we are kind of the governing body and we're supposed to communicate up to other like officials throughout the university. Like that's technically one of my official roles is I'm supposed to be the liaison between the students and like administrators.
1: Exactly like what she said, like if you wanna start a club on campus or if you have a club on campus, but you wanna host this like big dance party or something, you, you should typically go through UNA to get the funding for that because People, a lot of people don't know this, but um, in your tuition, you pay for SGA. Like, you pay for, like, the money we use to give back to you. And you want to know where your money's going. Like, you don't want to pay for something that you don't know what you're getting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, that's another reason why it's really important that people just know about SGA and votes and elections and in all the things that we do.
0: Yeah, so mm-hmm. with the importance of SGA – What is the future you guys see of SGA with you two and the power you are in?
2: Yeah, I think it's a lot. I mean, obviously, Kennedy and I had, like, a a lot of ideas during our campaign. But our campaign, uh, that was another thing. We really wanted to make sure that we weren't just making, like, these empty promises that we knew we couldn't keep. And so... We have plans. Uh, We have a lot of plans in the works. I don't know if we can talk about all of them, but we do have a lot of plans in the works and a lot of things that we want to do. And we have a lot of goals that we personally have, and we need to check with our officers and make sure that, you know, we're all on the same page. We all have the same goals, but I see a really bright future. Yeah,
0: yeah. Kennedy, what about you? (laughs)
1: yeah i agree we all have like our um exec we all have like we're kind of like on the same page like we're going to do a lot of healing lots of bonding we have a lot of new senators in our senate this year so a lot of teaching and making sure everyone knows the reason why they're there
2: i will add on to that though this group of senators, they seem like so outgoing. And so I am like really looking forward to the future. But I think that's another thing, like we as exec, we're really there to like steer the ship. And the senators are the ones to actually institute change. So it's really up to them as to the way that they want to see their future. But like from everything that's going on so far, we have like really high hopes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, Kennedy, as Mm -hmm. a member of the School of the Arts, you know, you're a Mm -hmm. CAP major, Mm -hmm. what is the future that you would like to see for SOTA that you think SGA can sort of advocate for? So,
1: I would really like to advocate more funding for the CAP majors and SOTA in general because we do shows, we do galleries, we do, um, what are those things called, the film stuff, the...
0: Like at practicums.
1: practicums yeah festivals and i only feel like so do people know about that and or like attend those because like yes we sold out little woman this year but how many students came to see it you know what i'm saying that like weren't friends with somebody in the show i feel like they should be as popular as like sport sporting events and like other things along those realm because like they're good shows like these are talented people and i feel like our talents are being overshadowed, and I would love to see more of a campus, I guess, campus, what's the word I'm looking for, like, I, I would love to see more of campus involved in soda, soda events and programs and shows and all the other things that I listed.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure. Amber, do you have mm-hmm. anything to add to that?
2: Well, you know, I'm not in school of the arts, but I've always had friends that was involved with, like, the arts somehow, even in high school. And so I do acknowledge that they're, like, super important. And I do think, you know, an advocation for more funding is definitely a good route to go. Um, But also, like, making sure that we're promoting events. And I think that we should promote all campus events. But, you know, sometimes school of the arts gets left out, and I I do want to make sure that that hopefully doesn't happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um... What message do you have for our listeners, official message as president and vice president elects of SGA?
2: Yeah. Be ready. We're (laughs) going to come, and we're going to come fast, and we're going to do some great things for this university, and we're going to work to the best of our abilities to be there for the students of UNA. We're going to be there for all students at UNA. If you ever have any concerns, reach out to us. We're always there. We always want to hear what you have to say. And we mean that. Like, we have a form in the Instagram link in our bio, and if you have any concerns, you should go fill it out because we will read it. Mm -hmm. We will listen to what you have to say. And we're working to be as transparent and as honest and as good as we can be.
0: Yeah,
1: Kennedy, what do you have to? I'm just going to say you're probably going to get sick of us. We're (laughs) going to be everywhere because we want to make sure that people know that we're here to help them and that you can reach out to us at any time, literally it could be like 11 o'clock at night and we'll probably respond to you. Like we are going to be here on campus next year and we're here for you. Yeah, okay.
0: yes. so um, that's the end of my regular questions. Do you guys have any anything to um, discuss, anything upcoming, anything you wanna plug? You mentioned your social media, so do you guys wanna plug that?
2: We can. Um yeah. <laughs> so we have an Instagram account. I believe it's um is it UNA underscore? SGA? I think that's probably what it is. That's
1: what but
2: yeah. yeah, UNA SGA on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You guys should totally go and you should follow it. We also have a Facebook page. A lot of people are inactive there, but we've talked about doing a giveaway, so you should definitely go check out our Facebook and follow it. We also have a TikTok. I don't know if a lot of people know that. We've only made like two mm-hmm. videos on it, but we're going to try and revamp that next year, so mm-hmm. you should go follow uh, UNA SGA on TikTok as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. Be
1: prepared. Be on the lookout. Things are coming. Lots of things are going to change, and it's going to be very exciting we're very excited about it But that's basically all we can share at the moment
2: i'm like ecstatic (laughs) i really am i'm really excited i might not seem like it i'm a little sick right now so if you hear me being nasally that's why but like i'm really excited for the things we're going to do next year Mm -hmm. you know we've kind of we've done a lot already like technically we don't have any power just so y'all know until april like 25th which has made some things complicated but not that that matters but you know we've been doing a lot like Mm -hmm this is a good exec. It's going to be a good group. And I'm like really excited for what we're going to get to do. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, um, if that's all you guys have on that, we're going to move on to our final segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is called pop three Q. It's a segment where I asked just three fun questions just to kind of get the air off. We had a lot of like long winded answers, a lot of hard hitting questions. <laughs> okay. This is just mm-hmm. complete fun. All right. You guys mm-hmm. ready?
2: Yes, of course.
0: All right. Question number one. What is your favorite politician impersonation on SNL?
1: <laughs> I like Kate McKinnon's um, Hillary Clinton. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna say
2: that. Is it Alec Baldwin that does Donald Trump? Yes. Yeah. I really love Alec Baldwin's Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I, funny. I, I it's really very funny. It, it is very funny. I, I also like
1: it. I want throw in. I don't. I think I like Kate McKinnon more, but I like what's his name, Jim Carrey's Biden also really good.
2: The Biden's good. Oh, who's mm-hmm. the other one that I'm thinking of? Is he, he, he's, he's the guy from Kentucky? Is that it? You know who I'm talking about? I no, do.
0: I do not. I, know. I don't know. No,
2: he's not the guy from Kentucky. I don't remember his name, but he he does a really good job. He's really funny. I don't <laughs> remember. That.
0: Okay, I believe Wonderful. You. I know Wonderful. that was a very descriptive. Yeah, yeah. The guy from Kentucky. There's I gonna be it. the one person listening that's like, I know that guy. I know who she's talking
2: about. That guy from, from
0: Kentucky. Yeah, it's
2: it's like a. That's, like, a
0: known person. Is
2: he person. a, so a I'm not, senator, or is he...
1: Is not Mitch McConnell? I
2: feel like it might be Mitch McConnell. Is Mitch McConnell from Kentucky? No, definitely I not. I not. Please
0: get this out. Please don't let them know that I, I don't know politics. No, so. no, we're keeping this in. Oh, okay. God, okay. Okay, so question two. This is also a political question. Um, it may be a little controversial, but um, what U.S. president do you think would win in a fist fight?
2: Hmm.
0: Huh. And don't say Teddy Roosevelt. Oh, Why? <laughs> Uh, just because I feel like he's the obvious answer.
1: Uh, I agree. I would say he's obvious. <laughs> um, probably Andrew Garfield. A-
0: Andrew Garfield? Wait, that's not his name. No, wait, please. please. Oh my God. My favorite US president, Andrew I Garfield.
1: No. no, what's his name? It's Andrew Johnson. Johnson. Yes, Andrew Johnson. <laughs> I talk about Andrew Garfield way too much. Yes, probably Andrew Johnson. I think he, he was like a crackhead. That's so bad. Okay, no, he was like, he was a very interesting president. So I think if he had to win in the fight, it'd be him or Abraham Lincoln, just because he's like six four.
0: Yeah, and he also was a wrestler.
1: He was. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do know he had that like axe thing going on for him.
0: Yeah. So he's
1: probably ripped. So I think it'd be him or Andrew Johnson, not Andrew Garfield.
0: All right.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna say, okay. So I'm trying to think of it because most of them are really old, so I just yeah. I just don't well, know how you can also they like
0: be. imagine they're all like in their prime. oh
2: mm-hmm.
0: I don't feel like that's fair
2: though. I'm gonna say probably JFK
0: you know because okay. he because
2: he was the youngest
0: yeah. so that's true and he was in the military, right yeah. I, I think I think I thought
2: it was, <laughs> if I'm wrong on that, my bad, but
0: I think JFK. yeah was. I think, I mean there are a lot of presidents who are in the military
2: yeah i'm not 100 on my politics so don't correct me there
1: military he could be a good candidate too
2: i think i think jfk would probably stand a very strong chance Uh, for some reason i feel like he was in the navy but i i definitely might be wrong yeah
0: it's it's okay i don't know
1: jfk's like cursed so i feel like he wouldn't win just because he's well
0: that's that's a different conversation
2: (laughs) that's valid i'm cheating i'm gonna see if he
0: was in the navy jfk from clone high would win
2: Yes, J. P. That version vote of, yeah,
0: that vote yes. for specific version of JFK. Specific
1: version, and that version of Abe Himley can see why we're at it. <laughs> I
0: don't, was, don't think he would. He would, win. Win. He would lose. He, he would, would lose. He yeah, he's he's. We don't have to talk about that.
1: Not right. voting for Abe just <laughs> makes sense. It's, oh my goodness, was he in the navy? I
0: think okay. I'm what I'm
2: getting here is he was in the navy, but he also has a Marine Corps medal. Okay, so yeah, so he's, like, he's, he's pretty legit. Yeah, like, he, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna stand with that okay. choice. Yeah,
0: Good JFK. For Good for JFK. Good for JFK. All right. So, final question. This is the most important question you will ever be asked in your entire life. Mm-hmm. What is your go-to dance move? Um, I didn't mean to get that political. I'm sorry. Uh, That's a
1: great question. We'll let Kennedy go first. <laughs> oh, I don't um, know. Honestly, probably TikTok dancing. <laughs> I'm on TikTok basically all the time. I'm on TikTok literally all the time. Like if. If I'm friends with you, I probably send you like minimum ten TikToks a day. That's not even an exaggeration. Like Amber, no, can't it, test. It, it's I can't. True. I can it's,
0: confirm. It's me and Amber can confirm. Literally, I it's send true.
1: people TikToks all the time. So it's just kind of engraved in my head. I'll just do like a, or like a, I you can't see really? what I'm doing, I'm so <laughs> but TikTok I'll do dances. like TikTok dances because they're just all stuck in my head at all points, and it's super cringy and I hate it. But that's just kind of <laughs> how I am. So
2: <laughs> I don't dance. Yeah. So, so like, like the YMCA. Again, she,
1: we've been to a, uh we went to a event that had dancing oh yeah but and it, it was very dance. um amber was very much a wallflower but that's okay
0: do you like nod your head or anything yeah the music yeah. okay so that's your go-to dance move nodding head. The, the nod the head maybe yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, guys. Sorry for that last segment. It seemed to trip <laughs> you guys up a little bit. No, was, those are good questions. As it
2: turns out, the dance question was the hardest one.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> and RIP to the man from Kentucky whose name we cannot figure out. I don't think it's Mitch McConnell. It's I, probably not. I feel okay. like it's definitely not. I feel not. like you
1: would remember who played Mitch McConnell. <laughs> okay.
0: Anyways, um, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, Do you guys have any closing remarks to make before we sign off?
2: Well, be on the lookout. SGA is going to do some great things, and we're ready to go, and I can't wait for next year, and I hope it's a good year. Yeah.
0: Ditto. <laughs> thank you, Kennedy. <laughs> very, very deep. <laughs> all right well thank you guys for listening and i will see you next week hey guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of the soda pop podcast make sure to send any feedback to arts at una.edu or to the dms of any of our social media you can find us on instagram facebook twitter or even youtube we hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to join us next time